Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning, I'm Lily Jamali. Governor Gavin Newsom is asking all Californians to voluntarily cut back their water usage as drought conditions get worse across the state. At a news conference yesterday, Newsom said people can conserve by taking shorter showers and watering their lawns less often. We're hopeful that people in the state of California will take that mindset they brought into the last drought and extend that forward with a 15% voluntary reduction. The governor's office says if Californians reduce their water usage by 15 percent, that could save enough to supply 1.7 million households for a year. Governor Newsom is facing a recall election in September and has so far refrained from ordering any mandatory water restrictions. But the state has expanded its drought emergency to 50 counties. Only eight, mostly in Southern California plus San Francisco, are not under a regional drought state of emergency. The emergency proclamation makes it easier for local and state water agencies to address water supply issues and it loosens environmental regulations. With more hot weather expected across much of California this weekend, the state's power grid operator has called for Californians to voluntarily conserve energy beginning this afternoon. The Flex Alert calls for conservation from 4 o'clock to 9 o'clock tonight in order to ease the expected strain on the power grid. This is the third major heat wave this year, and each has been accompanied by a Flex Alert. Temperature highs in some of the hottest inland areas of California are expected to top 120 degrees this weekend. Well, after California's grid operator Kaiso called rolling blackouts last August, regulators extended the expiration date of four aging power plants. These plants are the fossil fuel burning kind known as old clunkers. And despite the state's clean energy goals, they got that reprieve to ensure our grid didn't fall short again. But when the last heat wave hit California last month, all did not go according to plan, as Politico's Colby Burmel reports. He joins me now. Hi, Colby. Hey, there, Lily. Thanks so much for having me. So how did these plants perform, these old clunkers, as you call them? These plants did not perform as they were expected to, unfortunately. Uh, I looked at grid operator data to find that three of the four plants whose lives were extended, their units experienced what's called forced outages, which mostly um, refers to malfunctions with their equipment, but it could also be for a host of other reasons. And for some of these units at these plants, they were out for days, if not a full week at a time. And so these are plants that were supposed to be like a plan B and they weren't available. That's pretty concerning. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's kind of the whole point of why state regulators wanted to extend their lives. And they did so uh, begrudgingly because they know about the environmental impacts of these plants. They foul the ocean water. They harm like marine life. They put out lots of localized air pollution. 
So they said that because we are waiting for more uh, clean energy to come online, we're going to wait a few years and to keep these old plants online just so we can keep the lights on. But as we saw um, just a few weeks ago, they did not uh, do their job, which raises lots of questions. And you talked to some legislators about what you found. What did they have to say about all this? Yeah, so I talked with the two uh, state lawmakers uh, that represent one of the plants in uh, Redondo Beach, which is in the L.A. area. And both of them are not happy at all with, one, the fact that these plants did not do their job as advertised, and two, that they produce lots of pollution and are very harmful to the environment. And um, in fact, one of them, Assemblyman Al uh, Maritsuchi, he uh, introduced a bill last year that would have actually prevented state regulators from extending the plants' lives. And while that board uh, bill um, did not go forward, he told me that all options like are on the table now in terms of maybe uh, bringing that bill back like or taking other action. And we should note that Assemblyman Muratsuchi, not only does he represent that area, he also sits on the Assembly Utilities Committee. You have been, before I let you go, you've been looking at the most up-to-date information. So just on Thursday, yesterday, you checked out the Kaisa website. Are these plants that were offline during the last heat wave, are they back online right now? Um, two of the four plants are, which is interesting. So uh, two of the four <laughs> plants, they are experiencing outages as of Thursday. And that's enough electricity, if running at full steam, that could power hundreds of thousands, if not millions of homes. So, so even now, um, these same plants are, are still experiencing forced outages, and it's even more likely that more outages will occur due to the high temperatures. Yeah, it's going to be pretty dicey. All right. Well, Colby Brumell, thank you so much for your reporting, and we'd love to have you back soon. Thanks so much, Lloyd. And Colby is a reporter with Politico. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? It's history, it's people, it's unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Finally this morning, the state's Employment Development Department has re-upped a controversial contract with Bank of America. The thing, though, is that B of A says it wants out of that contract. The California Report's Mary Franklin Harvin has the details. The decision to renew the contract was out of Bank of America's hands, according to a company statement. It was up to only EDD to decide whether to renew, and the agency chose to, for up to another two years. 
The contract is for Bank of America debit cards, which EDD uses to get people their unemployment benefits. Under the contract, both EDD and Bank of America were set to share transaction fees, which some reports say now are in the tens of millions. But at a state hearing early this year, B of A told legislators it had lost hundreds of millions of dollars because of card hacks and other dysfunction. And now some of the legitimate cardholders who got caught in these hacks have filed a class action lawsuit against B of A. They say the bank froze their cards and access to much-needed benefits without proper investigation. For The California Report, I'm Mary Franklin Harvin. And that is The California Report for this Friday, July 9th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer and Katie McMurrin, with assistance from Seal Muller. Our producers are Mary Franklin Harvin and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinnie Tong. Our executive editor is Ethan Tobin Lindsay, and our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Lily Jamali. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend. Support for the California Report comes from Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Paint Care, now with 800 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. And Stanford Medicine, protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits. StanfordHealthCare.org slash AdaptingCare. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfatah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 